0: Welcome to Whipple's Press Box Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics in the professional world of sports. Enjoy our exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches, insiders, and fans. And now, here's your host, Gary Whipple. The NBA training deadline has come and gone, and what a training deadline it was. There was a flurry of activity among several teams, although the biggest winners, in my opinion, were the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons, of course, acquired superstar forward Blake Griffin from the Los Angeles Clippers. Griffin and Andre Drummond just should make for a dynamic frontcourt duo. It's going to be very difficult for most teams, especially in the Eastern Conference, to match up with two physical presents like Drummond and Griffin. And kudos to Stan Van Gundy for making the trade. It automatically makes the Pistons A viable playoff team this year, and I would imagine next year when they have a full camp to iron things out, they're even gonna become more formidable. Certainly one of the best, if not the best, front court now in the Eastern Conference. As for the Cavaliers, what can you say? You knew they they were gonna blow it up, that it was inevitable. Sure enough, they made some trades. I think everybody was believing that they would uh, go after DeAndre Jordan, the L.A. Clippers uh, veteran forward. And from all indications, that went right down to the wire. But the Clippers did not get him, but nevertheless made a bunch of fascinating moves. I think moves that are going to certainly help this team as it heads to the playoffs. You had to be impressed with the acquisitions of veterans George Hill and Rodney Hood. These are two guys that can just flat-out shoot it from the perimeter. And when LeBron James, you know, penetrates the lane and draws the double team and sometimes triple teams, uh, you can go to the bank that Hill or Rodney Hood's going to be available. And then you throw into the mix J.R. Smith, who is an outstanding three-point shooter. With the expected return of Kevin Love, in some respects, the Cavaliers have become the Golden State Warriors of the East. Just a nice stable of uh, perimeter shooters. Throwing the fact that a lot of these guys can defend as well, hats off to the Cavaliers' management for making some, I think, exceptional moves. And uh, moves that could, you know, entice uh, LeBron James maybe to uh, stay in Cleveland after all. While the Cavaliers uh, definitely bolstered themselves, Uh, the Toronto Raptors kind of stayed pat, which I thought was the ideal move for them. They have a very, very stable team, starting with Coach Dwayne Casey. What can you say about DeMar DeRozan? He has been nothing short of unbelievable this year. Perhaps the uh, best player in the Eastern Conference as far as importance to one team. He has just had a sensational year and a legitimate MVP candidate. And then you throw in the players around him and he's got a bunch of very good players to be on the court with in addition to a uh, solid bunch of reserves so maybe this is the year for the Toronto Raptors they got a short window Kyle Lowry's I think 33 so I think there's going to be even more pressure on the Raptors to win the Eastern Conference this year and and get to the finals certainly they have everything in place to do so a couple other teams in the east that are definitely uh, worth keeping tabs on of course are the Boston Celtics uh, they, they made a significant move by bringing in veteran center Greg Monroe, as you recall, Monroe was a double double just a few years ago with the Detroit Pistons. Then he uh, signed a blockbuster deal with the Bucks. It looked like he was going to be a cornerstone for the Bucks' uh, future. Of course, that never happened. Uh, he got into a rift with former Bucks coach Jason Kidd, who demoted him. You know Monroe. Then got shipped off earlier this year to Phoenix, and now, of course, he's in Boston. But Monroe is is just a veteran player who is an exceptional low post scorer, probably one of the still one of the best low post scorers in the game. And if there was one area that the Celtics definitely needed to help, that was it interior scoring. So that should pan out to be a very good move for Danny Ainge and company. Going down the line, probably the most enigmatic team. In the Eastern Conference is the Washington Wizards. Uh, Ernie Grunfeld has done an amazing job of accruing talent. Unfortunately uh, for Grunfeld and the Wizards, Wall hasn't been healthy this year and it's taken a toll. But nevertheless, this is a team that has a ton of talent. If they get their act together, if Wall gets healthy, it wouldn't shock me one bit to see the Wizards in the Eastern Conference Finals. A couple other teams uh, in the Eastern uh, Conference that also could make moves are the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Earlier in the season, they acquired point guard Eric Bledsoe as part of the uh, Greg Monroe deal with the Phoenix Suns. And Eric Bledsoe just gives the Bucks another score. They obviously have the Greek Freak. And they have Chris Middleton, who is perhaps one of the most underrated players in the league and potentially an all-star yet this year. And then you throw in the return of Jabari Parker. I mean, Jabari Parker is, in my mind, the X-factor for this team going forward. If uh, Parker can revert to his form before his second ACL tear, the Bucks could be a dangerous out in the playoffs. Suddenly, they would have four legitimate scores. They'd have the Greek Freak, Middleton, Bledsoe, and Parker, and not too many teams can boast such firepower. As far as the surprise team in the Eastern Conference, definitely the Indiana Pacers. I mean, who would have expected this? Everybody thought the Pacers were going through a rebuild season. Kudos again to Nate McMillan, my pick for Coach of the Year. To even fathom that there's seven games over 500 at this stage of the season is almost unimaginable nobody expected them to uh, be doing this well and I would imagine nobody's gonna expect them to do well in the playoffs but who knows they're a very well coached team as I mentioned and they're playing well their chemistry is very very good lastly Philadelphia and Miami if you look at Philadelphia Joel Embiid is the man if he stays on top of his game If he stays focused, if he stays healthy, the Sixers could definitely be the sleeper of the East. They have some very good talent around Embiid. The emergence of Simmons at the point has been huge. He's probably as good as any point guard outside of Kyrie Irving in the Eastern Conference. So if they get that combination going, even though they're very young, they could be very, very tough to beat uh, come playoff time. And then, of course, uh, the Miami Heat. Eric Spolstro, what can you say about him? He's done another fantastic job, perhaps the most underrated coach in the game. And Miami isn't overloaded with talent, but they do have some pieces. And uh, if Whiteside can elevate his game somewhat like uh, Embiid, he could make the Miami Heat a team to be reckoned with come playoff time. So the train deadline definitely shook things up in the Eastern Conference, a conference that many people thought would be, you know, ho-hum, rather run-of-the-mill. But these trades have uh, shaken things up, and it should provide for a really interesting finish to the Eastern Conference season. For more sports news, check back every Tuesday for our latest show. You can also follow Gary on Twitter at GaryWoofl and WooflesPressBox.com.